What's up, Buds? What up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. I didn't watch too much this week. I did. Yeah. I watched Raw. I watched. I, think I only watched Dynamite. Dynamite. I watched both Dark and Elevation. I've watched all of Rampage except the main event. I watched about an hour of SmackDown. Okay. SmackDown was hot trash. Yeah. BJ, top five. Let's kick it off. Best match of the week. Best this one was easy. FTR versus FTR. Yeah. Yeah, Dax versus Cash. It was good. If you're looking for something a little bit more less traditional and a little bit more new stool, I'm going to recommend Swerve versus Darby Allen from Rampage. Okay. The ending sucked, but yeah. the match itself was really good. Yeah. No, I like the... Because I even said after the Dax Cash match, like, I was like, I recognize some of these spots. Mm -hmm. I can't place them right now, but I definitely I've seen some of this some stuff of before. Yep. And there was a decent amount. There was, um, I think, three or four from the Brett-Owen match. Uh, WrestleMania 10, and then there was the Brett um, Razor Ramon match mm -hmm. in there. Brett Mr. Perfect. Mm -hmm. There was even a Brett Benoit one. Um, From their time at WCW. Yeah. Nice. So that's cool. Uh, yeah. So it was it was really fun. You can go out on Twitter and find mm -hmm. a Any little matches, video yeah. of all those spots and stuff. Um, yeah, I so know yeah. someone's put it together by now. And I knew going in the. This was going to be the match of the week anyway. Like it was great. It was the match we were most excited for last week. So yeah. Um, and then we got the best promo package or segment from this week. I'm giving it to Eddie Kingston personally. Yeah, I'd ha I'm gonna agree too. Kingston's getting my vote. That yeah. He he looked like he was literally gonna kill Jericho, and it was great. Yeah. Um, what to avoid from this week? I'm going to say anything involving Charlotte and Ronda Rousey from SmackDown. Okay. It was They did a beat the clock challenge, mm -hmm. and it's pretty awful, and they didn't even bother to explain to Pat McAfee what the rules of it are and how it works. Oh, jeez. Because he's like, wait, did Aaliyah win? And Cole's just like, he's, she's not part of the challenge. Did Aaliyah beat someone, or did she beat the clock? She'd survived. Oh, Ronda right. went first and tapped her out, right. and then Charlotte couldn't tap her out before time. And, and they McAfee, were both against Aaliyah? No. Oh, okay. Okay. She tapped out somebody other than Aaliyah. Okay. That's fine. Somebody, like, on that level, but I can't remember who it was. Oh, I don't care. Um... I don't remember. It was yeah. not very good, and nothing that Charlotte okay. does anymore is worth watching, right. and nothing that Ronda's done since she's come back, except for, like, the first show back has been worth watching. Yes. Um, like, you can tell she's yeah. not having fun, and she's not enjoying yeah, herself, and she doesn't want to be there, and right. guess what? We don't fucking want her there. Right. Um, I'm going to, since I only watched Dynamite, I'm going to say the first half of the ladder match. Like up until Pat, until they get back from the commercial break, it did pick. Then up it picked the up, yeah. and I thought it was better. Um, I mean, they had us popping for Scorpio Sky by the end of the match, like for him to win. Mm -hmm. um, the last spot was unnecessary. I think he should have won before that. Yeah, but, I agree. Uh, and then that spot from Sammy. I'm just so tired of this up. rivalry and both of these guys with this title, yeah. and I don't want to see any. Tony Khan said this was the most polarizing reaction. He's ever seen. I was like, no, dude, he's getting booed by everybody. And the most polarizing is still John Cena. Right. Like, it was literally. Not even close. Yeah, it was literally half the audience was saying, let's go Cena. And literally the other half was going, Cena sucks. And Gee, they, there was times the crowd was chanting both of them and minted. Right, right. Because I'm like, I'm still cheering for Cena, but he still sucks. Right. <laughs> but I wanted to win. Yeah. What are you most excited for next week? And I got, here's okay. what's announced for at least the AEW side. Next week's Dynamite, we have announced so far Santana versus Chris Jericho, The Butcher, The Blade, and Angelico versus the Blackpool Combat Club, Owen Hart Foundation qualifier between Bobby Fish and Jeff Hardy, Wardlow versus MJF's mystery opponent, who has been implied to be W. Morrissey, both on Rampage and Dynamite, in the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship, the champion Deanna Perrazzo fighting the intern champion Mercedes Martinez. I'm honestly excited for the Wardlow 
Yeah, me w. too. W. Morrissey. That's the one I'm most anything. excited for, too. Um, that women's match should be dope, though. Prado yeah. and Mer- Mer- Mercedes yeah. should be exciting. But, no, I'm definitely more excited for... Who was the MVP this week, BJ? Honestly, I think Wardlow. Um, I'm going to agree with AEW, and that's what they put our... That's what TNT or TBS put out I agree. for AEW. Like, Wardlow... Like, we did complain that it was too long and it was taking forever, but no. They, they made right. it worth it. They were right. They like, made it worth the it. The pops that he's getting is the huge. S- the slow build was a good call. And when he finally gets away from MJF. It's going to be amazing. And I kind of, if you want me to be honest, I kind of want um, Punk to win at Double or Nothing and Wardlow to beat him. Now. Yeah. Like... Pull the trigger on this guy. No, Punk's gonna... Punk's fighting Hangman. No, I'm saying Punk beats Hangman. Punk wins a double or nothing. And then then Wardlow Wardlow just takes it from him? Yeah. That'd be insane. Like before All Out, too. Not even... Doesn't even get all the way to All Out. That'd be... I don't know. I don't know about that. If it was done right, it could be cool. Mm Mm-hmm. News and rumors? I think we should start off with the releases. Yeah, NXT releases. NXT releases. We've got... Uh, I'm going to get through these people I don't really know. Okay. First here real quick. So, Mila Milani, a.k.a. Kelly Morgan, okay. or Morga. I think it's a typo. Mm-hmm. Raylan Devine has been released. Okay. Uh, Sanjana George, a.k.a. Vish Kanya, has also been released. Okay. And Paige Prinzavali has been released. Okay. And for the people I have heard of, we have Perosia Parada, which is surprising because she's on TV every well, fucking week. let's pair her with fucking Dexter Loomis. Yeah, and Dexter because, Loomis is gone too, and right. it's like the opposite end of that. Yeah, like you took... You kept Indy and got rid of her boyfriend, and then you got rid of Perosia and kept her boyfriend. Like Right. So, yeah, Dexter Loomis, a.k.a. Sam Shaw. Someone did joke, like, I, I can't remember. Who was she with? Duke Hudson. Yeah, Duke Hudson. They should just have Indy get with Duke Hudson. Well, they were apparently a, a couple in the past. Oh, okay. And that's what led to this whole okay. rivalry yeah, just thing between Persia and Indy. Yeah, they should just get back together and... Um, not even mention it though. Pretend she's he's Dexter this whole time. I'm assuming this is not Reggie, but Draco Anthony, aka Reginald Chase Cruz. That's yeah. not Reggie, is it? No. Okay. Uh, Hartland, aka Parker Beauredu, Beauredu, Bordeaux, Bordeaux, Bordeaux. Yeah. and Hartland was just on TV this past week, I believe. So I uh, fucking know. Right. And um, then the big names, uh, Malcolm Bivens. Although his appeared to be more that he didn't resign more so than mm-hmm. he was actually released. And Dakota Kai. Yeah. Which is... Hers was the same. So basically, what I read for both of them was I didn't that, see anything on hers. Okay, what I saw for both of them is basically they were offered new truck contracts. They both decided that they weren't going to resign. And so they just let him go before the contract was up anyway. Now, I also saw... Which and, I think you're going to see a lot of now with AEW. Because if they release them, then they have their note. Uh, compete clause for at least 30 days in NXT and 90 and right. WWE, whereas if you let their contract expire, they can go the next day. So, you know, keep them off. Or they're off TV while their contract expires yeah. for the last, like, 30 to 90 days just because WWE probably doesn't want them going. Uh, Fightful reported that, that, along with the releases, John Laurinaitis had sent out an email citing budget cuts as the reason for these releases. Yeah, there were some individual ones. Yeah, other than individuals like we just mentioned. That, it was also yeah. reported here that Harland was because the coaches mm-hmm. felt he wasn't progressing. So. Yeah. In which Parker was, like, he was a big name on the indie scene before they signed him. Oh, was he? Yeah. And I'm I think he was in NXT. I think he said Or not NXT, in, um... Impact for a while. Okay. I don't like him. Um, it was because they were doing stupid with him. With that fucking Harling character, which was goddamn ridiculous, where he should just be... If he grows his hair and keeps his hair, like... He's this pretty boy muscular dude that, like... I mean, he's not the best in the ring, but whatever serial killer stupid-ass character they tried having him do was not... Yeah, all these gimmick characters are not doing most of these guys any, no. any service whatsoever. Except um, for 
for Tony D'Angelo. He's about the only one. I disagree. I think it's stupid. Though. Oh really? They went too cartoony with it. It was fun when it was. I, mean, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it at the beginning when it was just dropping some references here and there, but mm -hmm. he's went like full on like capiche, and it's just fucking yeah. stupid. I don't think he says capiche. I'm making that up. Um, apparently, more than one NXT official was also really upset because they were given no notice that any of these releases were happening, uh -huh. and some of these potentially affect storylines that are yeah. currently happening on fucking national television. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy Guevara was injured during that three that six hundred and thirty yeah. degree flip off the ladder in the main event of Dynamite last week. Yeah, no sure. Um, he'll be okay. I don't know what is injured. I still haven't seen like the degree of his injury and how long he's going to be out. But yeah. that he will be okay. Yeah, since he's going to be okay, he can be out for a little while. Um, Robert Stone's name has officially been changed to Mister Stone. And um, Ciampa and Mr. Stone's name changes, losing of their first names, are both because of Vince McMahon's rule that they can't use any part of their real names. Right. And apparently Robert is Robert Stone's real name, and Tomasa is Tomasa Ciampa's real name. So, uh, NXT schedule calls for an in-your-house show on the USA Network in June and a live event on Peacock in July. But nothing is currently planned for SummerSlam weekend this year. Which I think it's a missed opportunity, but yep. but NXT sucks. Who fucking cares? I think that's why. Like they know it, it sucks too. Yeah, and I mean they. I don't think the ticket sales did the best on uh, WrestleMania weekend. So I've only got two more. Okay. Uh, one is just just a quick update. With there's been so much going on, I thought get a quick glimpse at who has qualified so far for both the men's and the women's Owen Hart tournament. Is it four and six? Uh, it is actually six and five now. Five. Okay. Uh, so on the women's side, we have Hikaru Shida, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, mm -hmm. Tony Storm, Jamie Hayter, Ruby Soho, and Red Velvet. And on the men's side, we have, for representing the Ring of Honor and AAA Tag Team Championships, and representing FTR, Dash, or I guess he's Dax, Dax. now, uh, Samoa Joe, Adam Cole, Bebe, Kyle O'Reilly, and qualifying last night, Darby Allen. So, that's where Swerve's we stand. Too much. What's that? Swerve's losing too much. Well, this one was storyline, and that's why I said the end I mean, was I get stupid, it, but, but like... Swerve's still losing too much since he's been in AEW, to my opinion. But. Tony's not exactly good with booking people right right off bat right. for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. And last but not least, I got some news yesterday Okay. Um, that Hasbro, oh, who that. makes toys yeah, and board too. games and what, has inked a multi-year deal for the return of Sergeant Slaughter to G.I. Joe. Dope as shit. So we're gonna see Sergeant Slaughter back with the GI Joes where he belongs. Totally buying one. And that's all I got for this week. What do you got for us, PJ? Well, um, I guess since we don't go through the weekly stuff, I do have. Uh, we had a couple returns on Monday on Raw, which was cool. Yeah, we did. So the first was Mustafa Ali, which was interesting because he's had the contract disputes, was off TV, tried to quit, like wouldn't let him. It was done bad though. Yeah. I watched it. it well, was yeah, very no, cool. but it's cool to have him back. At least he's, I guess. At least it was something good enough for to get him to come back to TV and to get him, you know, all that. But the bigger story, I think, is Oscar. So Oscar's back, which is this cool. was fucking great. And Apparently, everybody saw this coming except for me. But when yeah. her music hit, I almost peed my pants. Yeah, like she's back, and I think the bigger story out of it is she's not. Uh, um, like, she's feuding with Becky, so this is, like, a non-title women's feud, which is pretty fun. Yeah, you don't have those very often anymore on WWE television. On either. <laughs> like, anywhere. We don't have. I, if you Maybe watch... Impact. Well, Impact. I guess you're feud, not I guess Dark. feud, yeah, but if you watch Dark, there's all kinds of random women's well, matches. Well, yeah. Yeah, but Dark. I don't count Dark. I'm no, I hate the way AEW and WWE both are using their women's divisions yeah. right now. Yeah. Well... WWE barely has a women's division anymore. Right, there's like 10 of them. Right. Um, yeah. For four shows. Mm -hmm. Three shows. So, I haven't seen more of this, but so at Dynamite this week, there was a pretty cool uh, poster that said pro-science, pro-choice, pro-wrestling, which was dope. And Kayfabe News actually stepped up, turned it into a uh, 
t-shirt oh. and is donating all the proceeds to reproductive women's reproductive health in Texas, which is dope. But then came out, some lady tweeted like, yeah, don't look at this guy as a hero. He treated her like shit or something, you know, one of those. And so, I don't know. Texas. But. Fucking Texas. Right. Um, I don't even care if you're from Texas. <coughs> you can go fuck right the fuck off. Well, if you're one of the ones that support all that shit. Texas, where your rapist <clears throat> is more important than you. Mm -hmm. Or they have, where your rapist has more rights than you'll ever get because you're right. a woman. <clears throat> um, Joey Janela, his uh, contract officially expires on Sunday. Uh, tomorrow. Dave, this comes out, I guess, for you I'm, I'm going to admit, this is the first one I'm a little bummed about. Yeah. I feel like... I... I really feel like Janela had a huge opportunity here, and if he would have stepped it up, he'd mm -hmm. still be around because he knows they it. were really high. And I know he knows it. They were really high on him when they first brought him in. Yeah. And he just wasted it. And it's yeah. sad because I liked him so much and mm -hmm. wanted to see him do something and not be what all the critics said he was. And then right. he just ended up being exactly what they said he was. Yeah. It's what I get for, for doubting Jim Cornette on mm -hmm. someone's potential as a professional wrestler. Yeah. Like, he's wrong he about had, a lot of stuff, right. but Cornette knows if someone's going to be a good wrestler or right. not. Like He has the potential. He just doesn't have the work ethic, I think, is part of it. Um, I think he has he has the mind for it, at least. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't have the rest of what's needed to put right. it, the package together. Right. The dedication and the... That's what I'm saying. The, the ethic. The ethic and the... Yeah. There's another word that I had in Lost that was okay. exactly what I wanted, and I can't think of it, so mm -hmm. fuck it. Um, but he did tweet, I thought this was funny, he said, Sunday my AEW contract expires, and I have the same car I had in 2019 before it started. Got me thinking, what the fuck did I spend my money on? I spent it on fucking lobster. Lots and lots of fucking lobster. <laughs> A.K.A. did my first contract absolutely 100% correctly. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So that does sound like Joey Janela. <laughs> AEW's so. contract worth a lobster. Right. Um, so we'll probably see him in AIW here soon. I wouldn't be surprised, but... Yeah, and he's already been doing his own stuff with GCW again. Mm-hmm. Spring Break and all that jazz is right. back. Yeah, so. he's got that. He'll be fine. It's just... I think he'll be the most fine out of all the people released so far as well. But... So he's just, in particular, like, I, yeah. he's the one I felt like could have stuck around and could have done right. something. I don't think he would ever been, you know, Kenny Omega or anybody, but... Right. He never would have been a world champion, but, I mean, maybe even... He could have maybe been a contender for the TNT title at some point. Right. Yeah. I mean, I could see... Sure. I could have seen him gotten into the mid-card. Oh, yeah. Like, a scrap between him and Eddie Kingston, I think, would be gold. Um, just saying. But... Uh, so, how much... Plus, like, man... To, I Like, if you would have told me that this... Janela Sunny Kiss angle would have failed as miserably as it did. I would say there's no fucking way right. because just to look at them and put that on TV is like instantly mm -hmm. eye catching. Like, what the fuck's going yeah. on with these two? That's another They're so person juxtapositioned. That, yeah, that's another person I don't understand. Like, Sunny Kiss, I think. I don't understand why. I feel like Sunny Kiss is a combination of Sunny Kiss wasn't used properly, but Sunny Kiss also never did anything different than what Sunny Kiss always does. Right. It just did the Sunny Kiss routine. Yeah. And I think Tony realized from even though it's John Cena, like you can't just do the same thing over and over again and right. expect it to work. And that's all Kiss was doing was the same that's spots true. and spots. That's true. It's sad, though, because I also really like Sonny Kiss. Well, I don't think Sonny Kiss is gone yet, but we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um, so as much shit as we just gave WWE and AEW for not promoting women, NXT did a good job this week. They had 23 women featured on their show throughout the two hours. Yeah. And I also have one of which. Um, so they're going to do a women's breakout tournament this year. And uh, one of the first entrants is Bianca Corelli. And if you recognize that last name, that is the real last name of Santino Morella. Oh, okay. I knew it sounded familiar, but I couldn't remember what Right, because this is Santino Morella's daughter. 
and she will be going by Ariana Grace in NXT. Okay. So, um, Dynamite had to be rewritten this week because Heyman Adam Page was out with COVID. And he got the vid. So, he'll be fine. He's vaccinated. Speaking of, Ozzy Osbourne's got COVID yeah, as well. I saw that. And, like, Sharon was, I guess, bald. Pretty upset. About it. I don't know if he's vaccinated or not. I don't know. Yeah. I assume so, but... I would think, but... As old as he is, I would hope so. Right. Um, the Inspiration, the Double Iconics, Cassie Lee and Jesse McKay, uh, have released a press release this week that they are going to be retiring for... Stepping away from in-ring action. Fuck pro wrestling. So, they're pretty much probably going to go modeling and stuff like Fuck that. Fuck pro they're wrestling. Way more money. money right. And it's way easier, so... Um... I don't know, that's just <coughs> difficult to me. That does not seem mm. like it would be... Dude, they're, like, at home taking pictures of them in, like, bikinis and shit. Yeah, they gotta stay fit and all that, but they're not... They're not going out and doing, like, modeling gigs. They're just doing, like, See, their... See, like, I guess I'm thinking, like... I guess I was thinking like the work that goes into being picture ready and yeah. not taking the pictures. Like right. that's just posing. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, that's still something, but right. that's not wrestling. But honestly, they could probably do that and go take pictures for one day and have enough content for a week. Like easily. Change a couple times, do go a couple different places. Get Again, I, I guess for me, it's more the. Yeah. Being all, like the everyday grind to stay ready to take those pictures because right. it's not like it's like oh I got pictures today so I got to go work out before and then right. you're done after a couple. I mean hours. it's the same as wrestling though. Like they're gonna have to stay in the same shape for wrestling as that, and then they're not putting that wear and tear on their bodies. I guess that's valid. They're not, um, and they were making more. They're making more from. They don't have like an OnlyFans or anything. They have like their own website where you can go and sign up and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but they were making more on that. Than in their impact contract, so the website's a way to do it. Then they don't have to share the cut with OnlyFans. Exactly, and that's smart. But they're making something like I think someone said fifty to sixty thousand dollars a month. God damn, I don't make that a year. Right, <laughs> right. So I mean, yeah, they're gonna make half a million dollars. Shit, I need to start <coughs> right posting pictures on the internet. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about the whole like Bret Hart FTR situation. Blood's before. official. There Blood's official. Blood's official. Only fans. Fans. <laughs> um, so nobody wants to see. No. Um, so anyway, we talked about the Bret Hart FTR situation. There were rumors. Then I think last week is when we said Bret signed a contract with WWE. Now it's come out that that contract is only a merchandising contract, and he can pretty much go wherever he wants. Mm-hmm. They can just merchandise his stuff. Um, yeah, uh, SRS is starting to get to the point you got to watch what he reports now, too, because mm-hmm. he's just starting to throw shit like Meltzer. And, yeah. uh, that's sad because he used to be the trustworthy one, mm-hmm. and lately he's missed a lot. Yeah. Um, but also what came of that, and I don't remember if we talked about that, but Mick Foley had tweeted FTR because they... You know, the reports were Brett got this huge contract. Right. That part was true. Yeah. Like, technically, he did have a huge huge contract. contract. It was just merchandising. Um, But, anyway, so... But, see, that's what Meltzer does, is he takes something that's true, and then he makes up this other fake shit and adds on to it, and then that discredits everything he just said, because what people hear is the fake shit. Right. Well, yeah, because I remember... Meltzer's been doing that for years now. The way it was reported was... um, Yeah, Brett signed a... uh, High dollar contract with WWE. People think that that means he can't be in AEW. So he's technically not wrong. Because if people did think it, then that's those little words that you change. And it, but then people go to conclusions like, "Oh, this is true. This is true." He's like, "No, just people think." That's well, why I could think that the moon is made of cheese. You got to You got a two separate. Technically, say here's people the fact. Think. Here's post number one. This is fact. Right. Post fact. Post number two now, mm-hmm. speculation on this fact. Right. I'm hearing reports, or but this like is not confirmed. Like reply to your own first tweet. Like, yeah, this is not confirmed. Yeah. Right. Like it's not that fucking hard. Right. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that led to when Mick Foley heard that, he's like, "Well, hey, FTR." I saw that. You know, <laughs> I saw Mick Foley. And <laughs> and then. He actually announced F- Mick Foley is going to be managing FTR. 
Um, I, saw, I didn't. I, at, a local show somewhere. It's a local show. Yeah, I missed the where, but York, South Carolina. There you go. Uh, but yeah, so that's pretty hilarious. That is funny. That, okay, we did that. We did that. Oh, <coughs> so some fan made a moving graphic, like old school moving graphic. I saw that for, this morning. Yeah. Um, Double or the nothing. Double or nothing. Punk versus Hangman card, and Tony saw it and just replied good call and then like a half hour later they only had the punk side of it but they started they mm. released like a moving graphic so it looks like I love that too when Tony's sees something he's like oh yeah that was dope we should do that and then yeah. does it like right away and that so that was cool alright you should pay that kid for the idea <coughs> right um I got two left okay uh, Cody Rhodes is going to be on the Stone Cold Broken Skull Sessions next week, uh, next Friday on Peacock, which will be interesting. I might actually watch that one. Mm-hmm. So, and then the last thing I have is, um, last night, or, well, the NFL Drafts is this weekend, started Thursday. Oh. Um, yesterday. Good for them. Yeah. Yesterday, The Miz actually got to go and announce the Browns' third-round pick, uh, number 68, so that was pretty cool. Okay. I watched it. He was... Congratulations to the Browns on signing The Miz, number 68. Yeah. Overall. No, he just announced who they signed, 68. I don't know. Oh, he didn't get signed. He didn't get signed. No. He just, yeah. Um... Is it normal for like Cleveland celebrities to celebrities to different just in celebrities general, to do like, these things? Yeah, like Miami minor guy. celebrities, I guess. Or any, yeah, just any fans of the thing. Like we got Larry Zonka did our first a minor celebrity first pick. Like, well, he was a big today. I mean, yeah. yeah. He was um, bigger in the 80s. Obviously. The 90s. But, yeah, like Miami got like Mary You'll have just local, yeah, like local people get to. I think even Waller did, might have run one for Cleveland one year. Polly Shore. Yeah, Pauly Shore does one for the Rams. I don't know. <laughs> cool. I like to think Pauly Shore is a Rams fan. I don't know why. Well, we have uh, some more wrestlers from 2020 to talk about who've been released by the WWE and where they've moved on to. I thought today we'd start off with one Kane Velasquez. Velasquez? Yeah. Um... Didn't he get arrested for shooting somebody, or was that someone else? Yeah. So, well, basically, so WWE, he left. He was in AAA on a six-man tag once in 2020, at the end of 2021. And then in February of this year, he was arrested after he shot the father of a man who allegedly had sexually assaulted his daughter. Great mode over on person. And as of the time of this writing, he was still in custody. Yeah. He, um... Yeah, there's been more movement on that, I think. Because I, th- I saw him tweet not too long ago, a week or two ago. Okay. Um, basically, he said, he's like, I did, you know, what I had to do. And as a father, I get that. Um, just, you know, if you're going to kill somebody, be careful and get the right person. Yeah. So, I don't know if the father had any... Say, you know what I mean. Right. Like, I don't know if he had a play in this or anything. I'm not sure. But, um, still... Curtis Axel. Man. Missed the Axe, man. He's still in the fucking Royal Rumble. Like, he's still <laughs> never been eliminated, so... Axelmania, brother. That's my thing. He's got the best wrestle, er, Royal Rumble run. Just hugely disappointing. Remember he showed up and it's like, Mr. Perfect's kid? Fuck mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. Right. And they, like, gave him the Intercontinental the title. Yeah. And the- like, him and Gibiasi Jr., like, both were... You expected hope for more. Mm-hmm. Hope for more. We wanted Randy Orton, and we got... Well, he basically disappeared from the business mm-hmm. until earlier this month when it was reported that he tried out to be a producer for WWE SmackDown. Okay. So, Eric Young had that run with Sanity and got a little bit more use on the main roster. He returned to Impact July and Fatal Five way for the vacant world title match, which he lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in September he won the title from Eddie Edwards um, he ended up losing it to Rich Swan later on um, he suffered a torn ACL in March of 2021 was out for about 9 months 
But he has returned. He's the leader of Violence by Design. He's currently a third of the World Tag Team Champions after he and Joe Doring beat the Good Brothers back in March. So, I guess they're getting some use out of him at least. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's always he's, been a good hand. Mm-hmm. Never, I mean, I guess in Impact he could be world champion material, but he would yeah, never be a world champion in an AEW or a WWE. No. Not even a Ring of Honor, I don't no. think. And I wouldn't put world championship on him at this point in Impact either. Like, he's a good number one contender, though. Sarah Logan. She had a baby. She, not long after her release, she got married to Raymond Rowe, a.k.a. Eric of the Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was announced she was pregnant, and she actually gave birth back in February of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, in February or in January of 2022, she made a one-off appearance at the Women's Rumble, had a nice little moment with Liv Morgan until they were interrupted by the Bella Twins, and that's the last we've seen of her. Yeah. Um, she's into all that QAnon shit, so I don't care. QAnon, yes. Just saying she's, yeah. Two more this week. She likes gay meat, though. Yes. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Ethan Carter III, or EC3. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was never used well. I mean, they used him that little bit, and NXT was okay. Mm-hmm. And then that was gone pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, he returned to Impact in July of 2020. Um, he feuded with Moose. He debuted for Ring of Honor in October, but tested for positive shortly after that, and never signed mm-hmm. that contract with Ring of Honor. Until February, uh, he's worked with a tons of other e- uh, indie promotions in between there. Um, and then after Ring of Honor's final battle, he joined forces with Adam Shear, formerly known as Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. uh, Weston Blake, formerly known as Wesley Blake, um, and somebody named Fodder to start a hugely mocked Control Your Narrative promotion which is jokingly been home to QAnon-affiliated wrestlers. Mm-hmm. It's highly pushing pieces of garbage like Austin Aries. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just all around kind of piece of garbage. Yep. That's all. I mean, yeah, I got nothing more to say about that. And last but not least, we have the man of the hour, the moth himself, Leo Rush. <laughs> Leo Rush is his own worst enemy. He's just all over the place. He's been around. He's retired. He's come back. He's retired. Mm-hmm. He's come back. He's retired. He's been in AEW. He's been in New Japan. He's been everywhere. Right. He aligned himself with Team Taz for a little while and Dante Martin, and then he disappeared. And I don't know. He had some shit to say to Big Swole sh- shit, and it's like the only person that said anything other than Big Swole. Right. And I kind of see. Like he's falling out with AEW. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because that was like it after that. And he, I mean, and Tony said it, like, I didn't fire Swole because she's, you know, whatever. I fired Swole because she's a shit wrestler. And we've been saying Swole was a shit wrestler. It's the first wrestler I ever invoked a rule where if I wasn't watching live, I fast-forwarded through their match. I've never done that. And I've been watching wrestling since I was, like, three. Right. And I've never, like, had a wrestler I so despised watching on TV that I just skipped them. Yeah. Until Big Swole. Yep. So, there you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next week... It's a lot of smaller people, so we're going to be tearing through the rest of this list. Okay. Uh, the highlights for next week we'll be talking about are going to be Deanna Perrazzo and uh, Serena Deeb and Kurt Angle. So nice. we'll look forward to that next week as we finish up going through the 2020 list. And with that out the way, we're going to move on to Daryl's Dinghy. Toot, toot, toot. <laughs> so... I'm not a big uh, science fiction, spacey mm-hmm. setting kind of guy. I've just never been my thing. I don't. I don't know why. I liked Star Wars when I was younger, but mm-hmm. most of that doesn't take place in space. It takes place on different planets. Right. And you know, space is just how they get in between. And like, I've enjoyed stuff like Mass Effect in the past. You know, but like, Star Trek's not my thing, and most like. <coughs> Old science fiction is not mm-hmm. usually my deal, mm-hmm. but I just read a book, uh, or I guess I should say listen to a book, because it's an audio book, but whatever, uh, called Ender's Game by a gentleman named Orson Scott Card. It's pretty 
Okay. Pretty well-known, uh, famous book. He's well-known for that one. Mm-hmm. He's won Hugo Awards and Nebula Awards for Ender's Game mm-hmm. and for the sequel to it, which I probably will end up reading eventually. But it's basically so... The whole story is it's about this futuristic world, I guess, where humans have moved into space and we got attacked by an alien race known as the Buggers, is what we call them. And they, like, showed up and wiped out a bunch of us and then they just kind of, like, left and after we got, like, one victory in on them and we've chased them back to their home planet, basically. And so there's this kid named Ender, who's the main character, and he's, like... Nine, ten years old when they take him to become to train him to become a military leader because he's like apparently a military genius okay. of some sort. And I, I might have missed how that came about. And so, like, they send him through all this training and then they send him to like military school and he's like doing all playing these games and like leading these training missions and stuff. And like, he's doing this one training mission and he like. In the mission, he goes back to the Bugger's planet and, like, nukes them, basically. But mm-hmm. it's, like, a nuke that would make our real nukes here, like, seem like, you know, like a flea bite. Right. Like, these things, like, are planet-destroying nuclears. Right. Whatever. And then he finds out, like, the twist is that, like, that was actually him fighting this whole time. Like, uh, none of it was a game. And none of it was, like, fake. And this was all real. And, like, he basically, like, eradicated this whole species, right. this whole, like, and, like kind of feels guilty of, like, I wiped out a whole yeah. race. And so it turned out that when the aliens attacked us, they're, like, a hive mind of one conscious, and mm-hmm. as long as one of them lives, they're all alive. So, like, okay. one of them dies, is not a big deal to them. They didn't understand that we were each individual intelligences and so didn't understand the consequences of their actions when they were wiping us out. And as soon as they realized that they stopped and left, but because we couldn't communicate with each other, we wiped them out. And it was... And there's a lot more. I don't want to spoil the whole ending, but it was really good. And it was... Led me to believe that maybe I would enjoy more things that... Just because space is the setting doesn't mean I'm not going to like it. I guess I've been close to it for a while. But it was a good book. I recommend it. It was a quick read, too. It's not super long. So that's what I thought. Yeah, some of that sounded familiar. Um, because, so, Bender's game, pull the move, like little Futurama movie they did, mm-hmm. is based on, well, not based on, but pulls parts of that. Mm. I only have seen that one, but yeah. that's neat. It's the one where he, I'm pretty sure that's the one where, like, he gets floating through space and he has the people on him and then he like smites them and kills all oh them. yeah i do i remember that and one he's god and all that yeah he becomes god for a while because yeah. they're living on his body or whatever and then yeah he meets like a yeah. glowing talking light thing that mm-hmm. is god yeah that's right i do i do remember that yeah i have to go back and watch it though because it's a little right brackets yep we got um, what was the top hundred or well, we took the top PWI top ten from nineteen ninety one till now. Yep. Gave them some points and ranked them and put them into a fucking bracket. And we're getting them down to sixty top sixty four here right. for the real bracket next week. Yep. So we're gonna we, last week we went through the top thirty two and we got our wants and wills in. This week we're gonna go through and get the next thirty two in place to get our sixty four. We'll tell you all we as we go. So start the top. Moving in to the top 64 is number two seeded AJ Styles getting a bind to the first round. He's going to face the winner of match number 24 between 63 seed Jeff Jarrett and 66 seed Ahmed Johnson. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a real tough one. He is. Um, I'm going to go... Which one's which here? That's all right. I got mine all confused here, too. I was out of order. I'm going to go Jeff Jarrett for the will, but Ahmed for the want. I think that's exactly what I wanted to do as well. Because so. I liked Ahmed when he was in WWE. Right. Me too. I always thought he was one of the, one of the better guys. All right, so then <coughs> the next set uh, coming in, we have... 
Match number 25 between number 31 seed, the Macho Man Randy Savage, and the number 96 seed, Bill Goldberg. I'm taking well, yeah, Macho Man sure. for both. No shit. Oh, I didn't write down what seed Ahmed was. 66. And Macho Man is 31. So we got the Macho Man moving on into the top 64. And Macho Man is going to face the winner of the next round. Number 34, Eddie Guerrero, taking on number 95, Bobby Lashley. Oh, it's got to be. God, that'd be a fun match. That would be an interesting match. I'm taking number 34, Eddie Guerrero, both on the wants and the wills. I am as well, because this would be an amazing match, too. Yeah, because that puts Macho Man versus Eddie. Right. Should be, yeah. Should be amazing. Both of them in their primes, too, if that, you yeah. Then moving into the top 64 on a buy is the number 15 seed, Kenta Kabashi. He is going to take on the winner of the number 50 seed, Diesel slash Kevin Nash, versus number 79 seed, Christian Cage. Oh, man. I'm going to take... Man. I'm going to take Nash for the want and Christian for the will. I'm going Nash want and will. Okay. Christian is 79, and Nash is 50. Because if I'm thinking in their primes, um, yeah. All right. Uh, next up, we have the winner of number 18, Rick Flair, taking on the winner, or taking on number 111, Will Ospreay. Oh, that's interesting. That is, but I'm taking Flair for both. Yeah. The want and the will. I'm surprised Flair didn't get a buy. Right. Probably because a lot of his stuff was after. Yeah, a lot of his stuff happened before this. So that's why. Yeah. Uh, And then so Ric Flair will go on to face the winner of number 47, Bobby Roode, and number 82, Jeff Hardy. Um, ooh. I'm going to go Hardy, want and will. I think so as well. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Jeff Hardy for both. Jeff Hardy versus Ric Flair. That might have happened already. Yeah. I'm sure somewhere. Me too. That could have happened in either Impact or in WWE. Right. Uh, and then next, moving into the top 64 on a bye is round or seed number seven, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is going to face the winner of match number 30, number 58 seed Psycho Clown taking on number 71 seed Yokozuna and I'm taking Yoko for both the want and the will Yoko I'm pretty sure this is also a match that's happened Sean versus Yoko probably Um, next up we have number 26 Rob Van Dam going against number 133 Hiroshi Tenzin I'm taking RVD both the want and the will yeah and I actually know Rosie Tenzin. I'm still taking RPT. 21? Mm-hmm. 26? Yeah. These things are hard to read. Right. They'll be better the next time around when we get to the next round. Yeah. And so RVD will be going against number 39, Booker T, or number 90, Rusev. Ooh, that's a tough one. That I is want, a tough one, too. I want Rusev. I want Rusev as well. I think Booker but T does, I think though. Booker T, yeah. Yep. And let's see, Booker T was 39, and Rusev is 90. And then Chris Jericho at seed number 10 comes in with a bye. Mm-hmm. He'll face the winner of number 55, Bully Ray, taking on number 74, Dean Ambrose. Since it's a one on one, I go uh, Moxley, one on one. I'm going Bully Ray wanting Will. Okay. Even with his impact run, if everything, I, yeah. That's fair. I think Moxley still pulls this off. And then to finish out this 16, we've got uh, Kenji Moto at number 23 seed, taking on Rhino at the 106 seed. I'm taking Rhino for both. Ooh. Want and will? I'm going Mudo. Like, okay. It would be a fun match. Though. Yeah, it would. Um, and then that winner will be number 42, Scott Steiner, versus number 87, Ken Shamrock. I'm taking Big Papa Pump for both. That's a tough one, too. Yeah, it is. But I still um, got to take Scott for both. Yeah. 
I agree. Seed 42. He should win the whole thing. <laughs> I doubt it. He'll win the next one. Probably. At least in mine. Mine too, most likely. All right. 16 more to go, BJ. We start off this next 16 with seed number three, Mr. Kurt Angle, who gets in on a bye. Yep. He's going to go against number 62, Drew McIntyre, versus 67, Jay Lethal. That's a tough one, too. Um, I think I got to take McIntyre for both, though. Oh? Uh, I don't know. I kind of want Lethal. I am putting one as Lethal. Me, too. Um, but yeah, I think... I think Drew does win, yeah, though. Right. And Drew is number 62. Next up, we got number 30, Lex Luger, versus number 99, Mark Henry. I'm taking Lex Luger for both the want and the will on this one. Oh, you man. Imagine Lex Luger getting Mark Henry up in a torture rack. I can't, and that's why I I'm know. doing because that's what's going to happen. That's yeah. how Lex wins that match. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, fuck. And they are going to have to go against the winner of number 35, The Rock, mm -hmm. versus number 94, Arn Anderson. Oh. The Rock the is rock. the will. I'm taking Arn Anderson for the want. Yeah. I want Arn to win. Obviously you do, but I, I want The Rock. Yeah. I don't. 35. <laughs> Next up, we have number 14, Brett the Hitman Hart getting in on the bye. He's going to face the winner of, oh, fuck. He's going to face uh, Kawada. John Moxley's on the list twice. Oh, okay. So number 76, Kawada gets a pass. PWI needs to get their shit together. Well, they name it based on what they were named that year. Next up, we got number 19, Mishura Masawa, taking on number 110, Ultimo Guerrero. I'm taking Masawa for both. Ooh. Yeah. He was 19 seed. And Masawa will have to go against number 43, Alberto Del Rio, versus number 83, Jerry the King Lawler. I'm Lawler. taking the King for both. Yeah. Me too. Just gonna put the King versus Masala. That's interesting. Right? Next up, number six, moving in with the buys, Okada! And Okada's gonna face the winner of number seed 59, Sabu versus seed 70, uh, Takeshi Segura. Ooh. I think I'm taking Sabu for I'm both. gonna take Sabu because, like, first off, that would be a hilarious matchup. I don't even know how you. <laughs> book Okada versus Sabu, right? Um, but <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the booker of this tournament. Exactly. Next up, we have the 27 seed Shinsuke Nakamura taking on the number 102 seed, the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, Nakamura. Same. Both wants and the wills. I like the Warrior as a kid, but not so much anymore. Right. Uh, they will face the winner of number 38, Batista, and number 91, Dr. Death, Steve Williams. I'm taking Batista for both the want and the will on that one. Batista versus Nakamura. Yeah. That's interesting. Moving in on a bye, and the last bye of the entire tournament, BJ, is mm -hmm. seed number 11, Edge. I thought I knew him. Edge is going to go against the winner of number 54, Cody, Kofi Kingston, versus number 75, Johnny Gargano. Um, ooh. I want Gargano. Yeah, that's why, yeah. Um, I think Will Kofi, though. Kofi's got the experience, Edge, so I'm going to give it to Kofi. Yeah, and he can do all the flippy shit. Um... What are you thinking yeah. on this one? I, I think I'm gonna agree. All right. But all right, I last. I'll say Gargano's like one of those matches that right. I wish would have happened with Edge when he came back, but it sucks that he left. I think Gargano and Kingston would have been dope. <coughs> well, yeah. Two more guys are gonna make it into this tournament, BJ, and here they are gonna be number 22, Daniel Bryan, versus number 107, Rick Steiner. Bryan. Yeah. 
I'm actually surprised he wasn't high enough to get a buy. Injury. He was hurt for a lot of that time. But still. That's that's the only reason why. If he wouldn't have got hurt, he would be. Um, and plus, he did tag team stuff for a long time with that's Team Hell No as well. And then number 43, Sheamus versus number 36, 86? 86. 86, Shinya Hashimoto. Well, let's go with Sheamus. Sheamus and Brian. Again. Again. <laughs> Seven seconds. Over and over again. Who can we get on the case? We need Daniel Sheamus. Okay. Someone to put you in place. Break. Come All on right. in, Sheamus. So next up. Brian again. Uh, Next up, we're doing what's most. Unless you have a stoked corner. No, I can't remember. I need to start, like, that's why I usually pull, like, when I have an idea for something, I pull up something on my Chrome browser, but I didn't. Retro wants and wheels is next, then. Retro mm-hmm. wants and wheels is the now. last it's week. Retro we fucked up. Right now. We were supposed to do. Well, <laughs> We're supposed to do WrestleMania 35, and yeah. we did WrestleMania 34. Right. So we're going to do WrestleMania 35 for realsies this yeah. time. BJ's got the card. Did we pull up who actually won when we did these? I did, yes. Okay. I had the winners pulled up. Right. Okay. So we have three or a couple kickoff show matches. Yes. Let's kick it off. Um, Uno. It was a cruiserweight championship match. Tony Nese versus Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy want and will. I agree. And that is not what happened. I'm not surprised. Tony Nese won. And was your new champion, because Buddy was the champion coming. So. Alright, women's battle royal. That was probably a good match regardless. Right. Women's battle royal. Yeah. Liv Morgan, Mickey James, Nikki A.S.H., Sonya Deville... Uh, Dana Brooke, Carmella, Selena Vega, uh, Naomi, Ruby Riot, Asuka, Mandy Rose, Sarah Logan, and um, fuck, Lana. Want Asuka, Will, Mandy Rose. Yeah, if this happened today, uh, yeah, want Asuka. That's how Mandy comes back to the main roster. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I'm going to go Will. Um, Naomi. Okay. I'm going to go Naomi. Okay. Sure. I feel the glow. Carmella won, though. Okay. So. Raw Tag Team Championship match. Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins versus The Revival. Want and Will The Revival. Yeah, I agree. That's great. Um... I'm sure they won as well. They did not. Hawkins and Ryder won? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) They were your Raw Tag Team Champions. Holy shit. Yeah. Andre Battle Royal. Okay. Um, Oh, this is the one where the fucking guys from Saturday Night Live were in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like the heart. It was both the Hardys. Andrade, Jinder, Mustafa Ali, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable, Colin Jost, Michael Shea, Braun Strowman, Tyler Breeze, Shelton Benjamin, Lindsay Dorado, Titus O'Neil, No Way Jose, Kalisto, Grand Metalik, Otis, Tucker. Yeah. Want Gable, Will, Otis. There we go. And that's how they break them up. Yeah. Because you know that's coming any day now. Right. Um, yeah. I want Mustafa Ali. Okay. I'm going to go Will, um, I don't know, the Saturday Night Live guys. Because why not? But yeah. Strowman won this one. Why don't you? This was the year Strowman won. Okay. So. Um, Universal Championship match. Seth oh, Rollins. Versus Brock Lesnar. 
wanting Will Seth Rollins. Yeah. I feel like Lesnar's to the point of the giving back point of his career. If he's going to do stuff, so. he's hopefully going to start giving back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. Um, and that's what happened, too. Nice. Rollins beat Lesnar. Someone interfered yep. or something. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Want and will AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. I agree. And that's what happened as well. Okay. So. Fatal four-way for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Mm-hmm. Um, Ricochet and Aleister Black. Okay. Versus the Championship Usos. Versus Sheamus and Cesaro. Do-do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do. And Rusev and Nakamura. Usos, because they're still there. Yeah. One and will, I guess. Because, again, they're yeah. still there. Right. I was going to say, yeah, none of these teams except the Usos are all still there. Right. Because Aleister Black's gone, mm-hmm. and Cesaro's gone, mm-hmm. and Rusev's gone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <coughs> um, and that's what happened, too. Sounds about right. But my actual want would be Artabar. Artabar! Right. I do miss saying that. Artabar. Falls Count Anywhere match. The Miz versus Shane McMahon. Uh, want and will the Miz. Yeah, I agree. And McMahon won. Okay, of course he did. Mm, of course. Fatal 4-Way for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Tamina and Nia Jax versus the Boston Hug Connection versus the Double Iconics versus Natalia and Beth Phoenix. Um, <laughs> I guess one will Natalia and Beth Phoenix because it'd be cool to see Beth Phoenix back. I agree, yeah. And Right, and Bailey's still out. Right. Which, I mean, if she was back... But I don't see her teaming back up with Sasha, so I would be okay with that though. I'm gonna change that. I'm gonna take that as the as the will. Bailey and Sasha as the okay. will, and then we'll leave. Yeah. Yeah, I'll leave my one. Right. Okay. Um the iconics one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. WWE championship match. Kofi Kingston for Dan versus Daniel Bryan. Uh one will Kofi Kingston. <coughs> yeah. Because I don't want Daniel Bryan back in WWE. That's true. Yeah, I'm going to go one Will Kofi as well. Okay. Um, and mainly because this was, yeah, this was Kofi Mania. This show was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kofi won because, yeah, this is Kofi Mania. And right. And he lost to Brock Lesnar in 30 seconds. Yes. Uh, U.S. Championship match. Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joseph. Ooh. Uh, one Will Samoa Joe. I just want Samoa Joe on yeah. all TV. Like, he can be on every show. That would cool. be great. He can be on Raw and Dynamite and SmackDown and NXT and Impact yeah. and SmackDown and Rampage and Dark and Elevation and NWA mm-hmm. and right. yeah. New Japan Strong mm-hmm. and MLW. That's the other one I watch. I was like, there's another one I watch. There you go. Um, they had their Intimidation no, games this week. Joe, by the by. And the main event is Alex Hammerstone defending the world championship against Mads Kruger and Fatu. Mm-hmm. And it should be an interesting triple threat match. You got three big dudes throwing down three big dudes in a triple threat match, triple trap maggle. And it's free on YouTube. The whole fucking show. It's free yeah. on YouTube. Dope. Just go to LW and check it out. Um, their, act, their stuff's pretty solid. Nice. The production values are a little. Nah, but like, as far as the entertainment value goes, like it's there. The wrestling's not the best. The like, it's all just a little bit below best, but it's better than a lot of garbage I watch on Raw. that's overproduced. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, no, I agree. I won well, Joe. Okay. And Joe won this like super quick too. I'm not surprised. Yeah, they were pushing him hard for a while. Yeah. Well, Mysterio came in injured. Um, a little bit, so they just had, yeah. That makes sense. Right. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, one will, ooh. I want Will Roman, because this is actually our next title feud here soon. You know it is. Yeah, they're already setting it up. Yeah, so, and I still want Will Roman, because I'm a Yeah, lucky. I mean, I, I want Drew, but not yet. Right. I didn't want this feud to happen yet. I would have been fine with Drew taking it from Roman, but now's not mm-hmm. that time. And so Drew's going to lose. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess you're right. Cena showed up and rapped against Elias. 
Um, I instead want him to show up and speak with Zeke. Yeah, me too. That's what I want. Instead of rapping with Elias. Right. Then he gave him an FU and left. So. He doesn't give FUs anymore. He gives attitude adjustments. Whatever. It's a huge difference, dude. No, he was the rap thugonomics gimmick, so it was still an FU. Oh. Touche. That's why. Touche. That's why I said it. Touche. Um, no holds barred. Triple H versus Batista. Oh, God. Well, if it's today, I want well Batista quickly because Triple H has oh, a heart attack. Right. <laughs> but. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Dax wins. I think that's his Drax. Sorry, Drax. I want, um, I want Cody to come out to defend Triple H's honor since he can't wrestle. There we go. And we get Cody versus, versus Batista, Batista. And then Batista won and will. There you go. Uh, Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. One will Kurt Angle. I agree. Like I'm still upset that Corbin won this. And I'm <laughs> tired. Kurt Angle was bullshit. And then it took him years to do anything good with Corbin when they fucking ended Angle's career and then right. didn't do shit with it. Right. Like if they would have done something with Corbin, it would have been different. I mean, they have. They a year not. three years later. Yeah, I know. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. They had him feeding dog food to Roman Reigns. Horror, <laughs> fucking dildos. <laughs> yeah. Intercontinental Championship match. Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. Oh, God damn. One uh, will Lashley. Okay, one Finn Balor will Bobby Lashley because they never let Finn I'll win anything. Yeah, except for the first university championship the, ever. Well, yeah, but then since that, Dane Hill, because he got hurt. Um, they had the where they do the side thing of their whatever accomplishments or fun facts mm -hmm. or whatever. His was like has a demon persona. <laughs> One day, I think that was this past Monday. It was like really. Yep. Good on. Good on rest. That's how it. Yeah. Triple threat. Triple threat. Take all match for the women's championships. You okay. got your Raw champion Ronda Rousey coming in. Oh yeah, one will Becky. Yeah. And Just like then, it happened for real. Right. And then Charlotte with the women's, or the Raw SmackDown, goddammit, and then Becky with nothing. Yeah, because in case you missed earlier in, in the podcast, mm -hmm. anything currently happening between Ronda and Charlotte is what you should avoid watching this right. week. Don't right. watch it. It's Yeah, bad. that's what I want to happen with this feud. Those two, and then Becky comes in and it's a triple threat again. Triple threat, angle. And then, yeah. And that was it. That was the show. Yep. So join us next week for once retro once and wills when we go on to the next in line, which mm -hmm. happened to be Money in the Bank 2019. Nice. And then we're gonna follow that up, moving on to our first AEW once and wills. So stay nice. tuned here, buds. Uh, we'll also be starting in on our round of 64 next week. Mm -hmm. So that'll be something to look forward to. We're gonna finish off the list of the 2020 releases next week, which means we'll be adding a new segment after that. So if you got anything that you'd like to hear us talk about or any ideas for the podcast, why don't you hit us up over Twitter, BudsWW. Um, we're going to stop doing the email because I don't ever check it because I don't know the password for it anymore. I don't either. And I haven't checked I it since my I laptop have. died. So no, uh, Twitter, BudsWW, because yeah. I do and still at, do that. Yeah, I'm at Beach 2004, maybe not for much longer, though. <laughs> I think we'll still keep Twitter at least for the Buzz WW, yeah. but it yeah. depends on how bad Twitter is. I'm just gets. saying for mine, I'll, uh, I might. I only, I only use the Buzz yeah, Twitter. I don't even use mine. With Elon I'm not Ryan even signed and... into mine. I haven't been signed into mine since I got this phone. Yeah. But yeah. But that's but, what I'm greeted with when I open my phone. That's up, pretty so dope. That's a nice, uh, gives yeah. you something that there's still hope in the world that's, out there. Yeah. So how about that? Well, that's what I get. Some Something about Ryback. Right Mine's way better. Yeah. Um, this is also an option. Oh, that's great. Yeah, leave us a review. Leave us a comment wherever you listen to your podcast. This stuff goes a long way with helping us and gets us moved up the spots and gets us more attention so more people can listen. Tell everybody about all the new cool shit we're doing here on the podcast. Hit them that's up good. and say, hey, you should listen to the new stuff they're doing because yeah. it's more exciting than the old shit that they were doing. Right. Because we can watch wrestling again instead of not because there's crowds. So we don't need the buds to tell us. Instead, they can talk about other cool shit. Right, and not get bored with it. Because <laughs> that, that was happening. That was happening. <laughs> this is much more fun. So I far. agree.
Until next time, it's BJ over there. And that's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. See ya. Tip your waitress. Tip or what? Tree fitting? Just the tip. Just the tip.